Hello everyone, Carter here, bringing you another episode of Out of the Hourglass, presented by Nolan Consulting Group. Today's episode features a discussion from a few months back with NCG coach Colin Nolan on IDPs, also known as Individual Development Plans. An IDP is a program that we offer to all NCG clients to help develop key employees and encourage continued growth, both professionally within your company and personally. It's our goal to help your employees become the best version of themselves, When your employees win, the company wins. As many of you already know, Colin recently did a podcast on Situational Leadership 2. If you enjoyed that, you'll love this one as well, considering the overlap of material and topics. And despite all that COVID-19 is still throwing our way, it's important to remember that we're all still developing people right now. Don't forget the critical role your team plays in the operation of your company. Your employees might need your support now more than ever. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to rate and subscribe. All right, welcome back, Colin. Great to have you back on the podcast. Thank you. And this is Carter, and uh, Colin and I are going to be having a little discussion today about... IDPs. IDPs, yeah. otherwise known as... Uh, individual development plans. All right, Colin, so what is an IDP, and why is it so important for someone to have one? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I guess I'll start with, with why um, we created the IDPs in the first place. So it's it's kind of what, what we do here at Summit. We get business owners out of the hourglass. That is our mission uh, at Noel Consulting Group. Um, so when you think about that in an org chart, right, because one of the first things that you'll do uh, when you're working with us is we'll create an org chart for how things are now and how things should be in three or five years. Um, obviously, the goal there is, is to move yourself out of those boxes. Uh, so by the nature of that, you're needing others to step up um, and to step into those roles. Right, so that's growth on your employees' part, right there that you're looking for. Uh, you're looking for people to, to grow and into those roles. Um, second, that, so so that's that's just assuming that it's uh, the company is remaining static, right? So if you guys remain the same size to the same work, you still need your people to grow, right? Of course. Um, but obviously, what, what what a lot of people want who joins somebody is to grow in general, right? Mm-hmm. To to grow your top line and grow your profit. So not only are people needing to grow into roles that you're currently doing, but then they need to grow into roles that aren't even existing yet, okay. right? Yeah. So if you need someone to grow into a field supervisor role, which you're doing now at a million-dollar company, right, and three years from now you're going to be a $3 million company or mm-hmm. a $2 million company, you need someone to grow twice as much as you, theoretically, yeah. right? Yeah. So it kind of became a light switch where you know, people we, – we work with business owners all the time about their leadership growth, their growth as a business owner – um, but being able to take your people with you, especially in this employment, uh, market right now is, is almost as important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we work with business owners to develop them. Um, but we gotta, we gotta make sure that we're bringing, bringing their, their key people along with them. Yeah, right? exactly. And I feel like that's something that we've seen, um, Nolan Payne do so well is, yeah. is keep people around for, for more than two decades. Um, <clears throat> which is very impressive to see the people that were there when it was just starting now working well, in yeah. higher roles. I mean, I'll, I'll, I mean, not just Nolan Painting. I mean, there's a lot of companies across Summit that are doing yeah. a real, real good job at that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the IDP, the Individual Development Plan, um, the the I guess the the, the goal behind it. Um, there, there, there's a couple of different reasons, right? So I, I talk about SL2 a lot, and the biggest thing with SL2 is 
It's your job as a leader to develop your people. That's your job. Uh, how can you develop them towards something if you don't know what it is you're developing them towards, mm-hmm. right? So the first thing that we start off with in the, with the IDP is what we call your personal primary aim and then your three-year vision, right? right. Very similar to what we start off companies with with the uh, strategic plan document, mm-hmm. right? Because if we're going to help coach companies, we're going to coach your employees we need to know what the goal line is. What's the end line here? Where are we yeah. getting people towards? Yeah. Because um, that's going to guide the whole process, right? Right. Is depending on w- what what's B and where currently at A, right? Um, I, I think for, for those of you who, who saw Matthew Kelly speak uh, at one of the Grand Summits, one of the big things he said that I took away was when you hire someone, you hire the whole person, right? How they are in their personal life greatly affects how they perform at work. Mm-hmm. And vice versa, mm-hmm. right? People just don't have two different personalities and mm-hmm. two different lives where mm-hmm. they, they switch between the two. Um, no matter what your disc profile says about sure, your right, <laughs> right. You know, if someone if someone's uh, unhappy at home, they're going to be unhappy at work, right. and vice versa. Right. Um, so it should be our goal, to the best of our abilities, to help people achieve their strategic intent in life through our company. Mm-hmm. Right. What's what do they want to be? What do they want to do? What 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 is them feeling fulfilled and how can we intertwine that with where our company wants to go hmm. right so that that's kind of more of a of a kind of a i guess not philosophical thing but more of a um an emotional personal thing right we're trying to help them achieve some life happiness right um so that's the strategic and that's the strategic or sorry the personal primary aim um the three year vision is is um similar but relates more to to the company right so where does this this person see themselves in three years um you know a lot of times we work with business owners who will talk about the talent they have mm-hmm. their, their their farm team and they'll say you know i got a couple great guys that could really step up to certain roles um a lot of times that's a one-way street where they're they're thinking about them in that respect saying i see potential in them um but the conversation is not being had where that person is saying, I want to step up to that role. I see myself in a leadership position, right? Uh, I think it, I think it was Steve Talkington who's done as good a job as anyone, probably the best of implementing these IDPs through his whole team. And he had guys that he had in his mind, you know, set for certain positions in the future. Uh, that turned out they didn't want those mm-hmm. positions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of guys just want to go home at the end of the day and fish at 3 p.m., right? Right. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we'll find places for them. Uh, but it's important to know that, right? The, the awareness there is everything. Yeah. Um, so it's not just do they want to develop in the company, but also what do they want to develop towards? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I, again, I'll bring Steve up again, but Steve had a guy who saw himself in sales, right? And Steve saw him as a potential field supervisor. Yeah. Uh, so until they did this, they, they both had no idea that each other saw each other's uh saw the i guess his development going in different ways mm-hmm. um so not only is it important for the communication aspect of it but also all right what's what's the the, the goal line here what are we developing you towards and it really sets the tone uh, for the rest of the idp uh, which becomes a, very much a competencies that need to be developed skills that need to be gained right to ultimately hitting that goal yeah and I, I think it's a it's interesting because it's it's sure like this is your you're handing someone obviously day-to-day tasks every single day or week-to-week tasks but in the midst of that you're showing them when you give them their idp or talk about their idp with them this is what this is all working towards this is the right. grand plan i mean 
no one likes to feel like they're spinning their, their wheels mm-hmm. for nothing, right? right? I mean, it's no one wants to go into work, work a nine to five, come home, and then feel like it's just on repeat day after day. Giving someone something to strive for, it lights a fire under them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's part of creating the culture that you want, a culture of, of retaining key employees. You're showing them a path, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a lot of what we do is showing, showing our employees paths. We have the, the learning pathways where you say, you know, hire for attitude, train for skill. Um, so this is similar, right? So we're hiring for attitude and, you know, what they've done in the past, but we're training for leadership. We're training their competencies they need to get to the, the next level, right? Um, so as we, we move on, uh, the next step after the uh, primary aim and the, and the three-year vision is the uh, situational leadership diagnosis phase. Um, this is where, so these three items, and I would probably say just the three-year vision and the SL2 uh, page are, the, that's kind of the, the basics. That's like the, the base level um when you come when you're going to implement this obviously the first thing you want to do is start small pick pick one or two people to start with um but the idp itself is several pages long uh it's you know i think it's eight or nine pages Uh, it can be a little intimidating at first uh so to start anywhere i would start with the three-year vision and the sl2 uh, worksheet Uh, especially when if you're bringing this all the way down to your lead painters and painters or your craftsmen Mm -hmm. of any kind Mm-hmm. Um, the three-year vision and the SL2 uh, sheet are probably all that you, you really want to start with. So for those of you who don't know SL2, highly recommend um, learning about it. So what are their current top 10 responsibilities uh, and poten- potentially, you know, the ones that they needed to develop? I would mm-hmm. probably highlight those, maybe even not even do 10, maybe pick the five most important. Um, where are they currently at in their development mm-hmm. of those? Uh, and what what do they need next, mm. right? So the beauty I, w- I won't go too far into SL two here, but the beauty of SL two is it's it's a forced feedback loop of here's where you're at for this development of this skill or responsibility. Uh, here's what I'm going to do mm. to 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 get you further developed or to get you to a D four. Um, so a- along with SL two, the whole IDP is about. I mean, I, I see it as a as a forced feedback loop. People often think that they're telling people how they're doing and where they want them to go, but they're not. Um, so that's kind of an overall thing, but also especially with the SL2 uh, feature of this. Here's where you're at. Here's where you need need to be. Here's what I'm going to do as your leader. Here's the here's the kind of leadership I'm going to give you, right? Am I going to be super directive and tell you and show you how, or am I going to coach you more? Am I not going to really give you the answers, but I'll be there to support you? Um, how's that going to work? Um, so those are the first three, the SL2. Um, and then we get into more to, to some of the more advanced sections. There's a, a SWOT analysis, uh, which I, I love. I love the SWOT analysis. I love the personal SWOT analysis. I think it takes a lot of self-awareness for someone to be able to do the SWOT analysis, um, put the ego aside, right, and be able to really uh, list out everything. So for those who, who aren't familiar, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, um, the strengths and weaknesses slash challenges we say here, uh, to, to maybe make it a little bit more palatable. Uh, so strengths and weaknesses slash challenges, those are internal. Um, opportunities and threats, those are external. Um, so what are the, this, this person's strengths? Where do they really excel? Andrew always says, you know, we don't talk enough about each other's strengths. Um, what are the challenges? And th- th- this is the part where you kind of need to 
to, to put on your, your armor here, right? Um, be honest with, with yourself. Tell your employee to be honest with themselves. The only reason they're doing this is because you see potential in them, right? It's not like this is a, a performance review where you're about to hit, hit them over the head with them. So where do they need, need to work on? Um, then opportunities and threats. I think it might be, be uh, especially the opportunities section, right? Be, it'd be really interested, interesting to see what they put down as their opportunities. And then they may be interested to see what you put down as potential opportunities for mm-hmm. them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's a really good section to focus on. Where, where do you want to go? Where, where do you think you can go? Where do I think you can go? So I love the collaborative aspect of the IDP. I, I think it's a great way to kind of get on the same page as whoever your supervisor is and or whoever your subordinate may be and make sure you guys are kind of uh, still, like you said, communication is key to the whole right. thing. And that's that's a big thing, right? We're doing this with people, not two people, mm-hmm. right? You don't sit in an office and say, how can I develop this person? Yeah. You're pulling them into the office and you're saying, how can we develop you? Exactly. And what are we developing you towards? Right. Right. Let's establish that first. Um, let me ask you a question, Carter. Why are big rocks important for a business, right? So it's, I mean, so much minutia happens in a business. You got people calling you, materials mm-hmm. need to be ordered. There's so much sand. Logistics. So, right. You're, I mean, it's, it's a lot of urgent and important, but how important is it? Like, well, like, a week from now, will you remember how important it was, right? Mm-hmm. The big rocks are, you know, a year from now, what what do we want to look back on and say we, we really accomplished, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that we're not just spinning our wheels, right? Okay. So th- th- those same aspects apply when you're talking about people. Mm-hmm. People want to be able to look back on a year and say, "Look, look where I've, look where I've come." Mm-hmm. A lot of times, it's tough to remember that. A lot of times, we'll look back on a year in business and and feel like we didn't accomplish as much. And then you'll take a look at, you know, your financial growth year over year or the big rocks that you accomplished, and that's kind of the the reminder: Hey, we we have grown. Um, that's important for people too. Mm-hmm. People need to feel like they're accomplishing things and they need to accomplish things. Mm-hmm. So what are what is really important here? Yes, mm-hmm. it's important to call back Mrs. Jones and to, to handle her complaint, but what's a year from now, what are we gonna look back on and say, I accomplished this, right? I developed X amount of new employees. I was able to grow these skills, right? What do we care about? Yeah. And what do we want them to care about? Right? Yeah. yeah. So, right? So that's with that said, too, calling back Mrs. Jones could contribute to a, a factor of a big rock. You know, if you want to say we were more successful in uh, customer service or we followed up with our unsatisfied customers better, that's one way to look at it. So just because you are making that call going the extra mile doesn't mean you aren't necessarily contributing to a big rock. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so if, if one of your big rocks is uh, being able to, to uh, handle customer issues better, mm-hmm. right? The, the sand could fit into that, right? Exactly. Sure, absolutely. Um, so th- the the last thing I want to touch here is the uh, current year goals twenty nineteen page. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is a pretty pretty key page for a number of reasons. Number one, um, it's highlighting new responsibilities that are going to be uh, given to the person and the needed competencies for that, right? So you're going to be in this role, what competencies do you need to develop or gain to be in this role? Um, What training courses can we send you to that Mm -hmm. you can take, right? Mm -hmm. How are we going to develop you? What books are you going to read, right? As a business owner, you you should be at least constantly reading books, right? That's how you're you're learning new ideas. That and talking to your summit coach and coming to seminars. Um, If your people are growing as well, and as we talked about before, sometimes twice as, as much, they should be reading too, 
what, what, what's a book list that they, they need to start tackling? Um, what behaviors do they need to, to change, right? Um, are they, uh, is there a sense of urgency that they need to acquire? Um, is there a, a, a people skill uh, that, they, that they need to be able to grow, right? Um, a lot of this, you're gonna need, it's, again, as we're, we're coming back to what you said before, the transparency here is key. You need to be able to uh, be, be real with people, uh, with their strengths and with their weaknesses. A lot of times we don't want to mention people's you know, areas they need to grow and, mm-hmm. and their weaknesses because we don't want to hurt their feelings. Well, if you're not helping them grow towards their strategic in, intent or their, their primary aim, rather, and their three-year vision, then you are hurting them, right? Uh, you're just doing it in a way that they don't know about. Um, and, but arguably, it's worse. Um, and lastly, what all of these IDPs need to end with is a 90-day plan. And the 90-day plan obviously needs to be uh, adjusted every 90 days. Um, as business coaches, we're very uh, intense about making sure that all of our clients have a 90-day plan. You guys need to be the same with your people. Um, so broad over, overview here of kind of all the, uh, the different aspects, the mm-hmm. IDP, why to have it. Obviously, there's a lot more to talk about. Um, yeah. And I mean, I guess we would say contact your coach, right? For mm-hmm. for the next steps, how to begin implementing. Because they'll have a lot of ideas. They'll they'll know your people really well. Oh yeah. They'll have ideas about um, who should be doing it, how to do it, um, and maybe how we can help. How we can help pick the right people to grow into the right places. And maybe we, we we could even do it for you in a couple areas, right? Yeah. Um, awesome. All right, thank you so much, Colin. Yeah, thank, thanks for letting me, me pop on, Carter. Great having you on. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening, and take care. Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan Consulting Group, a nationwide business consulting firm located outside Philadelphia, PA. Have a question, comment, or idea for future episodes? We'd like to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.